You're listening to the 69th edition of the Bitochen podcast. We continue in the Midrashe Talmudei Bitochen, and I'd like to share with you what it says here. Tanya Rabbi Yosef and Elisha Omer. Rabbi Yosef and Elisha says, If you see a generation, and many difficulties and challenges are coming upon that generation, Go out and check into the judges of the people of Israel. Why do troubles come into the world? They come because of something lacking in the judges of the Jewish people. As the Pasuk says in Micha, chapter 3, verses 9 through 11. Listen to this, the heads of the house of Jacob. The leaders of the house of Israel, those who are bending judgment, who are giving incorrect and inappropriate judgments. When it comes to all that is straight, they do that which is wrong. They build Zion with, with blood, build Jerusalem with... Avla means negative things. The heads of these countries, the heads of these, not countries, sorry, the heads of these uh, courts, they receive bribes and that's how they, they judge things. And the priests, they give their judgment at a price. And the prophets of this, this people, they do their magic for pay. But they rely on Hashem. So it's very interesting. So they've done everything wrong. They're taking bribes. They're leading the people wrong. But in the end of everything, they do depend on Hashem. Hashem, hey. Physical and Shabbos are evil. They're wicked. But they place their trust in the one who said, and the world came into being. Therefore, Hashem brings upon them three negative things, three destructions corresponding to the three sins that they have. Because of you, Tzion, uh, which is a reference to Jerusalem, will be plowed over. Yushalayim will be destroyed. And Jerusalem will be I'm not sure exactly what the word Ian means, but it means it will be destroyed, it will be bereft of its people, the Harabais, the Bomasyar, and the Temple Mount will be a place where grass and trees grow. So on this Gemara, the, the Gemara is explained by the Marsha. Peronus Aish, the Kashabakal Peronius. The destruction of fire is the worst of all destructions that can be, of troubles that can be. It destroys everything. And fire should have destroyed the Jewish people. The Besamigdash was destroyed, when the temple was destroyed, that fire should have consumed the Jewish people as well. However, despite the fact that they had many sins to their name, sorry about the noise in the background, I am not far from the road but just in a very pretty location. 
so since they trusted in Hashem, the one who created the world, what does it mean? It means that Hashem created the world in ten statements. Even if we do that which is wrong, even if we bend the truth, we bend judgment, Hashem will still give us a kiyom, He'll still continue to give us existence. So what it's coming to say is that even though they've done so many things wrong, but they, at least they trusted in Hashem. Hashem brings upon them, indeed, three punishments for three sins that they did, but not with absolute destruction like Hashem did when it came to Sodom. When it came to Sodom, their evil ways, their corruption was so great that they had to have utter destruction, absolute destruction, so that they would cease to exist. But even though we had terrible leaders who did terrible things, since the Jewish people placed their trust in Hashem, so they weren't completely destroyed like people said. Tanya, Vibraisa. They said about the elder Shammai. This is the next idea. So the first idea is, even those who are wicked, if they trust in Hashem, they still can receive a kilom. They can still receive sustenance, continued existence. So that's very sobering because I don't know about you, but I don't consider myself perfect. So it's good to know that if I have Bitachan Hashem, it can work for me too. And they told about Shammai the Elder. Very interesting. Perhaps you've heard of this idea. It's rather famous as far as I know. But you had these two great Tzadikim, Shammai and Hillel, from whom came Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai, the great yeshivas. And they each, the original man themselves, Shammai and Hillel, they each had a certain way of going about getting their needs for Shabbos. They wanted to have something very nice for Shabbos. What do you do? Do you, oh, you find something that looks really good. Let's buy that, right? Well, that's what Shammai would do. Matzah behemanav, you would find a nice animal. It looked very good, very tasty. Shabbos, you would say, you would buy it, you would say, this is for Shabbos. Matzah Cheres, if you found a different one. Noahimena, which looked nicer than that. So what he would do is, he would leave the other one, meaning he would he would not save that, that first one that he had found. Uh, I'm sorry, he would put aside the new one, and he would eat the first one during the week. Nimsa, Rashi says, that it would come out. He would eat the first one he found, nor that the better one be saved for Shabbos. So what comes out is that the eating that he's doing right now of the good one that was the first one that he found. So he would eat that. That itself would be a cup of Shabbos. It would be an honor to the Shabbos. So that's how he would do it until he got to Friday. He got the best one. He saved the best one for Shabbos. Great. Well, Hillel is okay. Interestingly, Hillel had a different way. He had a different approach. All of his actions were done for the sake of heaven. So what does it mean? It says, He wouldn't buy the first one that he saw that looked good. And then when he found a better one, eat the old one and save the, save the new one. He wouldn't do that. He had full be talking in Hashem that Hashem would give him exactly what he needed for Shabbos 
a delicious, scrumptious piece of meat. Shenemar Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. Blessed is Hashem every single day. We're going to see soon what this means. Tanya Nami Hachi. Abraisa. Bishami Arim Michad. Shabbich the Shabbosich. Bishami says, obviously based on the teaching of Shammai himself. Rashi explains, Already from Sunday, you should already be thinking about Shabbos. So Sunday comes, is there something that I can set aside for Shabbos already? Is something that I can find special to buy for Shabbos? Basila says, I don't have to worry about Shabbos already on Sunday. It's not necessary. I don't have to worry about Shabbos today. All I got to worry about is today. Today. Hashem provides me yom yom every single day what I need for today. Over, he overloads me today with my needs. And then when I get to Shabbos, when I get to Shabbos, I'll deal with Shabbos. So that would be Sila's approach. So it was an approach of Bitachan, as we'll see the Marshal says. <coughs> Let's see. Marshal says like this. What is this idea here of the food for Shabbos? Marsha says, the main concept here is, as I explained earlier, Remember Hashem, since you could come to forget Him. Or remember Shabbos, since you could come to forget it. Every single day of the week, remember Shabbos. There needs to be something that I do to remind myself of Shabbos. We say on Shabbos, remember Shabbos. When do we need to remember it? We need to remember it on Shabbos? Well, yeah, we need to make Shabbos holy, obviously. But besides that, remember Shabbos. Says the Marsha, it means I, re- I need to remember it the whole week through, says Shabbos. Like he says, like he explains later on, make Shabbos special already from Sunday, thinking about Shabbos. And it says, Hillel had a different approach. What is the idea? The, the way, the approach of Shabbos is certainly a good thing. It's a good idea. Sunday comes, already thinking of Shabbos. Right? But Hillel has a different idea. But Hillel's way, interestingly, the Marshall says, is a better way. Because this way, let's see, what's better about it? And it's a contradiction, right? You can't do both. But Hillel's way is better. This, says the Marsha, is the aspect of Bitochen. That he trusts in Hashem. And Hashem, you know, you're walking along and you're passing by the window of the butcher shop or you're passing by the candy store and you see, wow, my kids would love that candy for Shabbos. It's such a, wow, looks like a really good candy. But you say, look, it's nice. I, Bitach Hashem, is going to give me by Friday the best candy that could possibly be for my kids. Where should call Masov Hashem Shemaim, right? We said about him that that Hillel, all of his actions were the, for the sake of heaven. 
Why? Why does it say this? Don't think that this is a mida of, look, I'll save what I have for today, for today, and tomorrow I'll do it. Tomorrow is more like, you know, let me eat what I have today because tomorrow I might die. Right? He brings the Pasuk. Pasuk says in Yeshai in reference to not such good people that uh, eat the food today, get full, get fat. Tomorrow, tomorrow we may die. That's not what Hill was saying. He was talking about Bitachan. That's why it says that all of the actions of Hill were for the sake of heaven. We need to know that this too, this very action, which of course can be interpreted in a negative way, was actually a very positive thing because it had to do with his his faith, his trust in Hashem, that he would get what he needs. Ya'amos brings this pasuk of blessed is Hashem every single day. He fills us. We need to thank Hashem, we need to bless Hashem for whatever He gives us each day. And to trust in Him. That He will also give us all that we need for the coming days. So, bless Hashem today, because He's going to, I'm blessing Him today for what's going to be in the future. He is going to provide me with all of my needs. I don't have to be worried that if I take from today, it's going to take away from tomorrow. It's a very big yisoyed in bitachin. Bitachin means that I see what I have today. I don't need to save for tomorrow. I don't need to be worried about tomorrow. She provides for me today. She will provide for me tomorrow. Now, this isn't the regular Western way of thinking. You need to have a pension. You need to put away money. You need to have savings. This, that. But we see that the hashkafa satayra, hashkafa of chazal, hashkafa of bitachin, what it means to trust in Hashem, that's the, the real approach, the correct approach. As the Gemara Menachas, he brings, We have a, a question that Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah asked of Rabbi Ami. What does it mean when it says, Trust in Hashem forever, because Hashem, with the name Ka Hashem, Hashem created all of the worlds. What does it mean? Or lay. So, Rabbi Ami answered Rabbi Yehuda Nesiyah as follows. Whoever placed his faith in Hashem, in God, Hashem is his protection in this world and in the next world. So this is another important point, which is essential, that Yitochan is not just about getting what we want. Of course, if we have a relationship with Hashem, Hashem is our Father, Hashem wants to give us all that we need, all that we want. But there's another aspect of it which is important. And that is, is plural. God created the worlds, right? We have this world, we have the current physical world that we experience. We also have the world to come. We have the world of the souls, we have the world of Olam Haba, which is a world where we have a more rarefied, more spiritual, physical body that lives forever. But the idea is, the Hainu, Rashi says, this is the concept. Forever and ever. Trust in Hashem forever and ever. So what does it mean? Because if I trust in Hashem forever and ever, meaning 
I have my bitachin. I have that full-fledged, absolute certainty that Hashem is going to take care of me. Forever and ever is when Hashem takes care of me. Havadam b'ka Hashem machseh tzur ma'oiz la'olam. Hashem protects us indeed forever. Okay, so just to go over again the three points that we had here together. Number one is that even the wicked, they trust in Hashem, even though they need to be destroyed. They're not completely destroyed. That was the first point. The second point was the difference between Shammai and Hillel Azakain when it came to their approach, even for Shabbos, which is a spiritual thing, an awesome thing, an amazing thing, a very high thing. But still, I have what I need today. I don't have to worry about tomorrow. I have what I need today. I don't have to worry about tomorrow. The Midah of Hillel is the Midah of Bitachim. My last point is that bitachin is for this world, bitachin is for the next world. Through bitachin, we develop our relationship with Hashem, we develop a closeness to Hashem, we develop a sense that we can trust in Him to give us all of our needs here in this world and all of our needs for all time in the world to come. Thank you so much for listening. See you again next time.